What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Hey friends, welcome to this midweek mom chat. I am going to be talking to you about breastfeeding, pumping, feeding, all of it. So I've been reluctant to do this episode, even though I get so many messages from you amazing ladies about breastfeeding and feeding in general and what my schedule is, um, how we do it, because to be honest with you, it has changed weekly. I feel like every single week of Sunny's four and a half month life, we've done kind of something different. I mean, sometimes I'll get in a groove for like a few weeks, but it is evolving and changing. And I'm sure that you all feel that same way. So when Sunny was first born, I actually did a whole episode on this when she was first born, like within the first month of her life. And then I deleted it and never posted it because I changed, I was, we changed right after that. And I was like, this isn't what we're doing anymore. I can't post this. So I wanted to start with that. It changes all the time. And if you're trying to find your groove and you feel like you can't find your groove, um, just know that's how I am also. I've sort of found a groove and I'll get like, Oh yeah, I'm in my groove. And then my groove just changed last week. So my supply dropped last week. Like I was having this excess supply, feeling so confident in my milk supply. And then all of a sudden I cannot make enough bottles to save my life. So I'll be trying something new starting today. So let me just get into it. When she was first born, um, I was only breastfeeding. I breastfed her. She latched right away. It was awesome. But she would only feed for like 10 minutes on one side and then maybe five minutes on the other side, which was totally cool when she was just a little bitty baby because she wasn't needing that many ounces. And we did that probably for the exclusively. Um, and I, I would time it. I would try to make it even on both sides. My night nurse did tell me, that you should try to feed as much as you can on one breast because your breast milk is like layers in Paula Power is my night nurse at Nashville Baby Boss. She's the best. Um, 
check her out if y'all are in Nashville and you, need, and you need a night nurse. She totally changed the game for me and taught me everything I needed to know about parenting, being a mom, baby schedules. I actually have a podcast up with her, so check that one out. Um, so she told me that your breast milk comes in layers. Like the first little bit that your baby's getting is the skim milk. And then you have like the 2%. And then you have the good whole milk at the end. So you want to feed on one breast as long as you can, preferably until empty. Um, You don't want to necessarily switch at like half. You don't want to just switch in the middle and just go to the other boob because you want to keep it even. You want to go ahead and get that one breast all the way empty because that's where the good, strong, thick milk is. I would never have known that. So I would try to feed as long as I can on one boob until I've, until it was as empty as I could get it. And then I would just top off the other one, um, top sunny off with the other boob. So we did that for like the first solid month to two months. And it was great. I was only breastfeeding. Although actually that's not true. See, this is what I'm telling you. It changes all the time. At about when she turned one month, I started working in bottles. And so I would be, I would breastfeed only, but then I would pump like once a day um, during that time, I would pump like at, after her first feeding, um, I would pump. And I was still only breastfeeding in the beginning, but I would pump and I was building up a supply. And then about one month, I started working in bottles. And what I would do then is I would breastfeed her and I would top her off with a bottle afterwards just to make sure she was getting enough. And she would always take like an ounce or two so I felt really good about that. I was like, okay, this is good. Uh, I just wanted to make sure she's getting enough milk. So we did that for about the first month. Then the second month, we really started working hard on trying to get her to sleep through the night because that was a huge priority for me. Being an older mom, I have seen so many of my friends struggle with getting their children to sleep. And so that's why I hired Paula Power, my night nurse, um, to really teach me how to set up methods for Sunny to sleep well and she knocked it out of the park and Sunny is an incredible sleeper and has been sleeping through the night since she's two months old and I owe all of that to Paula for teaching Sunny and me how to get on a great rhythm and routine. So at two months I started working in bottles because she was having that middle of the night feeding at like 3 a.m. And if I would breastfeed her, she would just eat for like five minutes and then go back to sleep. If I would bottle feed her, she would eat the full bottle and I think at that point she was eating four ounces um, so she would eat the full bottle and I wanted her to get that full bottle so she would sleep the rest of the night. And I also around two months started giving her a bottle as the last feeding of the day only. So instead of feeding her on my boob, that last feeding of the day around two months, I would feed her a bottle cause I wanted her to get a full feeding before entering into the night sleep because we were really working hard to get her to sleep through the night. So we did that and it started working and she started sleeping through the night and we dropped that middle feeding. So I actually, if she started sleeping through the night at two months, we probably started doing that around a month and a half where I was giving her a bottle at two months. I mean, at the end of the day, her last feeding and then in the middle of the night feeding, I was giving her two bottles without breastfeeding. So that's what we did probably starting a month and a half. And then at two months, I was just giving her a bottle only at that last feeding, I was breastfeeding all day, topping off with a bottle to see if she wanted any. And then that last feeding of the day before bedtime, I would give her a bottle. 
Okay, so now we're at two months. Um, the book I'm following is Moms on Call, and I can't remember exactly what it. It's so crazy how you forget so fast because now we're at four months and we're on a. Um, I'm on this schedule, so I can't totally remember the schedule that we were doing. But I think it's always been about five bottles that we give her, um, or five feedings, and so I just really go by those feedings, and I make sure that. I give her um, whatever the ounces is that she's supposed to be getting based on her age. I would really work hard to make sure she got those. And I would I kind of figured out how many ounces are in my breast because I would pump them. And I would know, like, when you pump that, you, you start to learn your boobs. So, like, in the morning, they're my most full because I, do, I pump at 1030 at night. And then I go all night. And I won't pump again until, like, 8 30 in the morning because Sunny wakes up she is a great sleeper so she'll wake up like 7 30 or 8 and I always feed her first and get her on her play mat and then I'll pump afterwards and so my and uh, so I had been just strictly pumping and doing bottles for this past few weeks but now we're back to breastfeeding again so I'll talk about that because it changes every single day so I would pump in the morning and I would get I mean I would get a lot of milk I'm talking like eight or nine ounces in my power boob which is my left boob and then like five ounces in my right boob until this past week when it has dropped significantly which is stressing me out but that was my normal as I was getting just a ton of milk in my left boob and then in my right boob I, I would be getting a solid amount and then I would pump again so that would be like at 9 um 8 39 I'd pump and then I'd pump again around 1 30 and I would probably get four or five ounces in my um left boob and then about three ounces in my right boob and then I'd pump again around 6 37 and I'd probably get like four ounces in my left boob, like three ounces in my right boob. And then I pump again at 1030 and I'll get like kind of the same or a little bit less. So that was my schedule. And that's been my schedule for the past um, month and a half, I would say. And it's been going great. And over the over Christmas holidays. So the past three weeks, I kind of stopped breastfeeding because we were traveling on planes so much and we were around people all the time. We took three trips over the holidays. We went to South Carolina to see Michael's family. We went to Texas to see my family. And then we had a band retreat that we do every year with a Thousand Horses band family because all you guys who follow me know my husband's in a band, A Thousand Horses. There's four guys in that band. And then all the guys are married and we're all best friends, the wives and the um, husbands were all best friends. We've been in this band together now for like 10 years. And so we have this band retreat every year in Aspen because Amanda, who's married to Bill, the guitar player, her family has a house in Aspen. And so we've made it a tradition to go there every year and just like reset our intentions, be with the band, um, get clear about, you know, just united and clear about our visions for the year. It's really amazing and awesome. It's really cool that it's become a tradition. We love it. And Sunny came this year to Aspen. So we're traveling now for three weeks over Christmas. We had some space in between each trip. We'd come back to Nashville, but it's just like so much traveling, so many airplanes. Um, I just, I don't know. It, it was stressful for me to think about trying to breastfeed 
with all that travel because we we're in, in planes, we're in cars, we're around people, we're, she's off her schedule like crazy. And I just, I don't know, I just didn't want to be whipping up my boob and trying to make sure she got a full feed when we're in some place that I can't find a good place to like settle into and get her really comfortable. And she's a great bottle feeder. So over the holidays, over those three weeks, I found myself not breastfeeding. And I kind of was sad about it. I was like, oh my gosh, is it over? Are we done breastfeeding? Like I'm mourning this loss a little bit. And I talked to my sister, Catherine, and she is such a positive influence in my life. Catherine's like, listen, if something is working for you and things are going well, then don't mourn it. Like the goal is always to have a healthy baby. Like, yes, you can... Just let it go. Try not to look at it as a sad thing. Look at it as I'm still prov- I'm providing for my child, her nutrients, however you do that, even if you can't breastfeed or pump and get milk. If you're using formula, you're providing nutrients for your baby. You are doing the best you can and just let it go. If something has left your life, then don't mourn it. Embrace where you are. And that really helps me. Every time I want to feel sad about something, I'm like, oh my gosh, is this over? I'm just like, no, it's okay. This is what we're doing right now. This is working. Sunny is thriving. And I'm not going to be sad because I want, I want to be, I'm mourning the loss of breastfeeding. We're, we're, we're healthy. We got something that's working for us. So I'm going to be happy because we are having health and I'm always going to be thankful for health. And that is always my, my truth. And I always come back to that. I am thankful for health because health is wealth. And if we can be healthy and we have something that's working for us, then praise God, because that is just a blessing. And we all know how much of a blessing health is. And if we don't have our health, we deal with it. But if we have our health, I'm going to be thankful. And so that is my mantra always. And Catherine, my sister has really helped me get there. Um, and so we're only bottle feeding over the holidays and she was eating seven ounces because she is a good eater six to seven ounces every time and that was around three months we started traveling she turned three months december 10th and we started traveling probably a week after that so she was three months eating six to seven ounces and i was giving her five bottles a day she's having three naps a day so she still has five bottles a day and three naps a day over the holidays we I had to let go of control because we'd be on planes sometimes and she would just have to take cat naps or we'd get in a car and she would take like a 30 minute nap here with a, at a family dinner or a 45 minute nap here in a car or she would take a 30 minute nap on a plane or we'd be in an airport and like she was a champ. I had anxiety obviously because I <laughs> love to have anxiety about new things with her which I'm working on this year letting go of my anxiety. Um, and just trusting the process and just trusting Sunny because she's got this. So let's just roll, baby. That's my goal. Um, so we had to let go of our schedule. So, but what I always stuck to was the five bottles. And that's another reason why I wanted to do bottles because I couldn't depend on my nap schedule anymore. And so with the nap schedule, you can like feed, nap, feed, nap, feed, nap, feed, feed, nap feed, nap, feed, nap, feed. Is that, and so that, I don't know. It ended up being, when you have a schedule, it's easier to like stay on track with feedings. But since we didn't have a schedule, I stayed on track with my bottles. So I always had five bottles that I would get her during a day. And that's how I knew she got enough milk. And that gave me just more peace of mind knowing that, okay, this is, this is what I can control. 
is the amount of milk she gets each day. So we would do five bottles a day. Uh, really, I mean, most of the time it's six, seven ounces, but sometimes traveling, it would be five ounces. I would always try to get five to seven ounces in during one of her five feedings during the day. Her schedule that she's on now is she goes to bed around between 7.30 and 8.30. Whenever she's tired, she lets me have her tired cry. And I know when she's ready for bed. We're in a sleep sack now, so that's awesome. We're out of the swaddle. We got out of the swaddle a little uh, little bit before three months. She sleeps great. Um, And then she'll wake up around 7.30, between 7.30 and honestly sometimes 9. She loves to sleep, and I'm knock on wood. I am grateful for that. We worked hard on that, though. And you can follow Moms on Call, that book, and they will really help you get on a good sleep schedule. Or talk to my night nurse, Paula Power. She does consults, Nashville Baby Bus, and she'll help you get on a good schedule. Um, so when she wakes up, we feed and then study goes feed, um, five to seven ounces. Usually it's seven cause she's hungry. Then she plays and then she'll go down like an hour and a half later for about an hour and a half to two hours. That's her big nap. We have one big nap and she wakes up, we feed again, five to seven ounces. Um, we play, she goes down again and she'll normally go down for like 45 minutes to an hour. Then we wake up, we feed again, we play, then she'll go down again for like 45 minutes to an hour, and then we wake up, we feed, we play, and we stay up then. And then I'll give her a bath, and then we'll play some more, walk around, um, just do whatever. And during the afternoon, I always, if I can, obviously over the holidays we were traveling and I couldn't do that, but if I can, I love to get her that big nap at home just that solid nap because that's when she has her hour and a half to two hour nap in the morning and if she can get that one I feel great and then we catch the two other 45 minute naps to an hour we can catch those in a car we can be mobile I don't worry so much about those because they're quick dad deserves something really nice for father's day but let's face it we usually don't do it big gifts are for mother's day Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. 
you know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education selection and value like diamonds direct your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at diamonds direct won't last long details at diamondsdirect.com so that's been awesome is just to be able to be free in the afternoons and i can take her places michael and i can take her places because she's just getting those little 45 minutes an hour naps so that's awesome and then i'll feed her again after the bath time and then we do bath time and we'll do a quick story. We'll do maybe a little more playing. Michael will hold her. We watch a little TV and then I feed her that bottle, get her cozy, put on lotion and brush her little hair, her little bald spot. <laughs> she doesn't have much hair. And then I will rock her, just kind of like hold her and rock her and sing to her and then put her to sleep. And then she sleeps through the morning. So that is our schedule. That is what we're doing now. And I was only doing bottles. So once we got back from the holidays, I was like, man, is breastfeeding over for me? Like, is it done? I, I feel sad a little bit. Like, I'm fine with it because like I told y'all, I don't want to ever feel sad for health. So I don't feel sad. Let me reframe that. I was like, man, maybe I would like to try to breastfeed again. Maybe it's not over. Maybe we can work it back in just a little bit, even though she's thriving on the bottles. So I started breastfeeding her again in the morning. And now when we wake up, her first feeding, I'll feed her for like quick. It's not long, five to 10 minutes. And it's sweet and I love it. And I'm glad we're doing it right now. And if it changes and we can't keep doing that, that's fine. But I'll breastfeed her in the morning only. That's the only time I'm breastfeeding her. And then I'll give her a bottle and she'll feed on me for like five to 10 minutes, probably get two or three ounces, not much. And then she'll take a bottle and she'll take another like five ounces. So I definitely top her off with a bottle like four to five ounces she'll take. And I've really enjoyed that. And that's what we're doing right now. And we'll do that as long as it works. And as soon as we need to change, we're going to change because that's how it goes with the baby. And my grandmother also always says, enjoy life's pleasures when you have them. And when you don't, don't mourn. And I think it's really sweet. And I'm loving breastfeeding just a little bit with Sunny. And we're going to keep it up until it doesn't work or until we need to change. So that is how that goes. Now pumping. I... um. When I was getting my most milk, which I'm about to start doing again, I was pumping, like I told y'all, after she wakes up and I feed her in the morning, I pump. So like around anywhere between eight and nine, I pump. Then I pump again at 1.30. Then I pump again at 6.30. Then I pump again at 10.30. On vacation, it got we were traveling so much, it was hard to find a place to pump. I dropped one of my pumps in the middle of the day. So I was pumping in the morning, and then I would pump around between five and six. And then I would pump at between uh, like 1030 and it worked for me over the holidays, but I guess it really told my boobs that, Oh, you don't need as much milk because now my milk supply has dropped dramatically. And I am like diving into my reserve milk that I have in the freezer and it's freaking me out. And so now that we're home and I'm not traveling again for a long time, I am adding that 
fourth pump back in. So instead of trying to get by with three pumps a day, I will be moving back to four pumps a day. So I'll be pumping between nine, uh, eight and nine in the morning, around one thirty in the afternoon, around six thirty in the afternoon. I mean, in the evening and then 1030 at night. And that's what I'll be doing. And I was talking to Paula, my night nurse, and she um, told me I should power pump to build up my milk supply. So y'all Google that. Basically what it is, is you, during one of your pump sessions, you pump like every 10 minutes, like pump your full boob and then wait 10 minutes and pump again and then wait 10 minutes and pump again for that full hour and just like do that for a few days to let your boobs know we need more milk. (laughs) So I'm going to start power pumping um, for the next few days until my supply builds back up because I do not like not having a full supply. So I feel for all you mamas out there who are like, I pump and pump and pump and pump and I don't get any milk. That is so frustrating because I am feeling that frustration right now and I'm going to do everything I can to get it up. But you know what? I told Michael last night when I pumped and I got like three ounces, it was so defeating. Or maybe I got like four ounces. I felt so defeated. I was like, oh, I'm not getting any milk. Like it's a defeating feeling. But I told him, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do everything I can to get this supply back up. I'm starting today. Like I told y'all, I'm going to add that fourth pump back in and power pump. And I mean, if I need to, I'll try to take some supplements. I don't have any supplements to recommend to you guys, but um, I know there's a lot of good ones out there that help your milk supply. I actually heard drinking a beer helps your milk supply, like a heavy beer. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to drink a beer every day after one of my pump sessions just to see if it helps. We'll see. Um, But I told Michael last night, if we have to add formula into Sunny's life, that is okay. Even though like, it's why is everything scary with your, especially with your firstborn? I'm like, Oh, how's it going to affect her? She hasn't been on formula. Is it going to cause her stomach to hurt? Is it going to give her gas? Like all these things. But it's like, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. And if life calls for you to add something in, change something, it's okay. And that's what I tell myself every day. It's okay. I'm doing the best I can, the best I can. And I know you guys are doing the best you can. And that is like my, like a mantra I'm telling myself this year because the first few months of Sunny's life, I was just overwhelmed with anxiety that I had to do everything right. And if I do anything wrong, something's going to happen and it's going to be my fault. And I put all this pressure on me. And this year, I am turning it over to God. I am turning it over to God. I am turning Sunny over to God. Sunny belongs to God. She is God's child. I have been the lucky mama who gets to walk with her during her life, I get to be her guide and I get to be her support. And I was chosen to be her mama. And what a blessing for me. I was just rocking her to bed before her nap. And I was just singing to her. You're my sunshine, my only sunshine. I always sing that to her before she goes to bed. And then I was just going through how much I love her, how grateful I am for her. I was speaking that over her. I was kissing her because I think it's really important to speak that over your child. I really do. Me personally. I think they feel that love and I think it makes them feel safe and secure. This is just my thoughts, but I speak over Sunny, how much I love her, how valuable she is, that she has a purpose on this earth to accomplish and I'm going to be here to support her, that we, Michael and I love her and she is special and important and needed and wanted and she is on this journey and we are here for it. And I always love to kiss her. I like to give her tons of kisses and tons of hugs because I just think that makes a baby feel safe because that's what makes me feel safe. I mean, how good does it feel 
when anyone speaks over you and tells you how valuable you are and how needed you are and how important you are and then hugs you and kisses you and makes you feel seen and loved. I mean, don't we all love that? So I just want to start sending off right now with all that, letting her know she's seen and loved and important and she is meant to be here and she has a purpose. And that purpose is beyond me. I am here to help her achieve her purpose in any way I can, but she is on her own journey. It is between her and God and her soul's purpose. And so I'm trying to remember that every single day that she is her own individual, beautiful creature that came from heaven and the greater force. And she is having a life experience and I get to be a part of it. And so instead of me stressing out and missing all of the joy that she is bringing into my life and the blessing that she is for me and Michael, that we get to experience this child instead of missing it because I'm stressing out, worrying about every single thing that can go wrong, living with this yucky knot in my stomach of fear because I'm sitting here thinking, I got to control everything. It's up to me or else everything's going to go wrong. I'm done with it. I mean, knock on wood. I literally knocked on wood. I am making a conscious choice. My sister told me again, she's such a great asset in my life. She said, listen, every time you have a fearful thought, say three things that you're grateful for and counteract it and push that fear away. Do not hang on to the fear. I want to enjoy Sunny's life. I want to be present for her life. I want to soak up all of the new things that happen. Yes, breastfeeding and feeding is a huge part of it. And we have to feed our babies and it's something that we stress out and worry about. But I'm not going to get hung up on worrying about every little thing. If things change, it's going to evolve. That's fine. The things I want to get hung up on are the joyful moments that are happening in Sunny's life that I get to experience. That is what I want to get hung up on. I don't want to get hung up on the news and seeing something terrible that happens to a kid. Because you know what? If something happens, I'm going to deal with it when it happens. I am not going to worry about it before it happens (laughs) once again. My sister sent me um, a Jesus Calling today. I want to read it to you guys and all you mamas who are having anxiety. This is from Jesus Calling. It's an app. It's amazing. Here's what it says. I want you to listen to this. I want you to internalize this, and I want you to live by this because this is what I'm trying to live by. It says, this is um, God speaking. Come to me and rest in my loving presence. You know that this day will bring difficulties and you are trying to think your way through these trials. As you anticipate what is ahead of you, you forget that I am with you now and always. Rehearsing your troubles results in experiencing them many times. Rehearsing your troubles results in experiencing them many times. Whereas you are meant to only go through them when they actually occur. Listen to that. Rehearsing your troubles results in ex- rehearsing your troubles results in experiencing them many times, whereas you are meant to go through them only when they actually occur. Wow. Do not multiply your suffering in this way. Instead, come to me and relax in my peace. I will strengthen you and prepare you for this day, transforming your fear into confident trust. And my word this year is trust. Oh, I want to cry. I'm sorry. Y'all know I get emotional. I really, this really, really hits me. I will strengthen you and prepare you for this day, transforming your fear into confident trust. Isn't everything negative in our life that we do based on fear? Our husband isn't acting the way we want him to. We get upset. We're What are, what are we upset about? Fear that life isn't going to play out the way we want it to. 
our baby, we're worried about, is our baby getting enough food? Why is our baby crying? Our baby's fussy. We hear something in the news that really freaks us out or something. I mean, who? I don't even know. I don't even like to speak these things out loud. But it's like, isn't everything that feels bad and gross and yucky and eh in our life fear? And isn't fear, doesn't that come because we feel the need to control? Yeah, it does. So I don't want to control. I want to do the very best I can. I have desires that are put on my heart that I feel like come from God. I want to follow those desires. I want to trust my journey. And when I feel called to do something, I want to do it. I'm going to do the best I can with Sunny every single day. I'm going to wake up and choose what's right for her the best I can every single day. But then I'm going to let the rest of it go because I'm going to enjoy her life. I'm going to enjoy this experience. I am not going to be plagued by fear and anxiety. I I declare that in the name of the Lord right now. I will not be plagued by fear and anxiety. And I encourage you guys to say the same thing out loud. I will choose love. I will choose to embrace this journey. I will choose to embrace the beauty in my life, in Sunny's life, in my marriage with Michael. I will choose to embrace my friendships. I will choose to embrace all the blessings in my life and choose to see the blessings in my life. Yes, there are areas in my life that I want to change that I that do cause me stress, but I will not focus on those. Instead, I will focus on the love in my life. And I encourage every single one of you guys to focus on the love in your life. Even if you feel like you don't have any love in your life, you do. There's something in your life that you can love, whether it's a pet, whether it's a TV show, whether it's a podcast that you're listening to that brings you love, whether it's a book that you're reading that brings you love, who knows what it is. There is something in this world that can bring you love. So focus on that and then keep bringing more love into your life because that is what 2020 is going to be about for us, my friends. I'm telling you that is the goal of this podcast for me this year to focus on the love, to focus on the life, the light, to enjoy our lives, to enjoy our lives and trust that God has got us and that he will not bring us this far to leave us. That is another one of my favorite quotes. I don't know what the verse is in the Bible, but it says, I did not bring you this far to leave you. God did not bring us here to leave us in the dirt. We are meant to thrive. We are meant to have a great life. We go through struggles. We go through hardships. Look at any verse in the Bible, look at any spiritual leader. Nobody goes through life without having trials and tribulations and really hard things happen to them. But there's always a bigger message. There's always a beautiful flip side to it. If we can commit to God, commit to trusting him and commit to finding it. And that is my goal. And I am not going to live in fear this year. And I pray that you don't either. Okay, I'm gonna answer a few questions about breastfeeding. Then I'm gonna wrap up. I love y'all. Okay, someone is wanting to know what bottles do I use? My three-month-old refuses all of them so far. Um, we love the Dr. Brown's bottles. There's a lot of pieces and parts to it, so I know a lot of people get turned off by them. But Sunny has never had gas issues with them, and she took them right away. So those are the ones we use. I did. Tr- I have the Advent ones and um, like a Tippy Tommy or something, or the I don't know, uh, the Kuma Como, I don't know what they're called, but we've only used the Dr. Brown's bottles. I've never tried the other ones because these worked for us. And I say, when you find something that works, why shake it up? So that's what we use and we love it. What is your schedule? When do you breastfeed versus bottle feed? Okay, Holly asked me that. I answered that in this podcast already. Um, someone says, all your breast milk bottles, are all your breast milk bottles or are you mixing breastfeeding to how many bottles per day? Okay, so... Like I said, I answered that already. I'm doing five bottles per day, but follow Moms on Call, that book. 
If you're having questions, Moms on Call spells it out to me the best of anyone. It is so simple. They tell you exactly how many bottles and how many ounces you're supposed to be feeding your baby depending on their age. Um, And they tell you the times to do it. They talk to you about the nap schedule, the sleeping schedule, how to get them to sleep through the night. To me, that is the book. If you're having questions about feeding, um, sleeping, all of it, go to Moms on Call. When did you start pumping? I started pumping right away. Um, I started pumping right when Sunny was born. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't even know what pumping was. I just started pumping. And then, like I said, it's changed over the course of Sunny's life. Right now, I'm about to be back to four pumps a day. To me, four, if you're mainly exclusively pumping and not breastfeeding, um, but mainly pumping and doing bottles, I personally think four times is the magic number for me. When I pump three times, that is when my supply has dramatically dropped. So I will be pumping four times a day as long as Sunny is needing a lot of breast milk. And I don't know about y'all also, but I feel so much more confident when I have a reserve of breast milk in the freezer. And my I've been going through that reserve this week, and that is stressing me out. So I want to fill it back up. So I don't just want to pump enough. I want to pump an extra bottle a day so I can fill my supply back up. So four times a day is a magic number for me pumping. Um, I love you guys. I wish you all peace this week. I wish you joy. I wish you contentment. I hope that you trust God or whatever higher power that you believe in. If you don't have a higher power, I encourage you to try to see if you can feel something bigger outside of yourself because I talk to my girlfriends all the time my sister and my mom and pretty much any woman in my life, especially if you're a mom, it is, there are so many things to worry about. There is so much fear to have. And I lean on God for all of it. If I did not have God in my life, I would not be able to make it through in a happy, peaceful way. And so I encourage you to find a greater source. If you haven't, um, I don't know. I really, I mean, if you're looking for some inspiration, anything Oprah does is amazing. I am currently reading this amazing book called Vibrate Higher Daily Live Your Power. It's by, I'm going to say her name wrong, Lala Delia, L A L A H D E L I A. She is a beautiful spiritual writer. It's not. It's non-denominational. It's all about just finding the power within yourself and connecting to something bigger. If you want to start your year off right, I would recommend this book, Vibrate Higher Daily. It is bringing me peace. It is bringing me light. It is bringing me joy. If you are having anxiety, I just encourage you to reach out to outlets that get you outside of yourself and your brain and that that terrible self-talk tornado that we can get in where we just have fear and worry and anxiety and anger and all of it. Get out of there. Get out of there. Abort, abort, abort. Do not stay there. That is not the place to be. That is not where we want to live. Fear is everywhere. We can cling to it because it is easy to cling to it. The world is feeding us fear. But you know what? The world is also feeding us joy and beauty and light and adventure and love. And we have a choice. There's a flip side to everything. So you can choose to like dive into that fear, which don't get me wrong. I, I, I have many times, like I told you, I'm coming out of a very anxious season of my life and I declare again in the name of God, I will not live in fear this year. I will live in the joy because I'm choosing the other way. I do not like the way I feel. 
when I'm wrapped up in anxiety. I do not like the way I fear feel when I'm wrapped up in fear. And I do not like the way I feel when I'm angry and frustrated and trying to blame anything but myself for my feelings. I do not like that. So I am walking in trust this year. I am letting God lead. I am walking in love with Sonny and Michael. I'm trusting that God is going to open the right doors for me and close the wrong ones. And I am going to have a peaceful, happy year of enjoying my life and not worrying if if things slam in my face and something closes that I thought I wanted. I'm going to say, thank you, God. Praise God. You took that away from me. That was not meant for me. Praise God. I'm not going to get upset about it. Maybe for a second before I remember to praise God, I'll get upset, but I'm going to quickly turn it back to him and be like, Lord, you, you blessed me. I appreciate that blessing because something better is on the way. And I encourage you all to live that way. I love y'all. I'm grateful for you guys. And let's just keep making this year the best year we've ever had full of the most love, filled with joy, hope, and trust. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.